0: I'm Chef Matt Appy. Kids can be a tough crowd to please, so let's bring them into the process. I'm serving up some fun, kid-friendly recipes that'll please even the fussiest little food critics, brought to you by PrairieFresh.com. Share your recipes using hashtag MakingMealTime.
1: The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use, intent, is to be used without express written consent from the Art of Relationships or myself, Greg Dazinski.
0: Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, (laughs) but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
1: Welcome to Sunday night people um hopefully today's gonna be a lively show I'm gonna try to use um a little more humor tonight keep everybody awake myself included and gonna talk about human sexual or I'm sorry human sexuality uh yeah that topic but talking specifically about women's sexuality um I'm gonna kick off you know how many times we hear about you know Cosmo magazine. Not to give them props or anything, which is good. It kicks off, you know, About and men's health. There's a few other reputable magazines, too, that try to kick on uh, women's sexuality. You know, what turns them on, what turns them off. Uh, going to start with uh, areas, you know, what sort of gets their mojo going in. Divide this up. Not only can this be applied to women in these areas, but also to men. You know, talk about, you know, what women... You know, what turns them on and turns them off? If we both know as men or, let's face it, uh, lesbian couples, hopefully uh, we'll get this and learn from each other. Again, like all my other shows, (coughs) this is generalized, right? It does not include every single woman. This will include most women. Women, you need to teach your guys. Guys, you need to learn from your women. Individual. Talk about the three... Dynamics. I try to hit on with couples um, and also individual women that might have problems with uh, sexual aspects. The mental aspects of sex, physical aspects, and the emotional aspects, right? Uh, a lot of people might throw in psychological aspects. I sort of tie that in the mental and the emotional, sort of tie that in, uh, diversify that from psychological, so it's more, I guess, easier to understand. Uh, the mental aspect, of course, is hitting on, you know, where are you at um, sexually? Where are you at with your confidence level, your self-awareness, self-esteem issues, you know, body image, all these aspects come into, come into play, you know, your vision of what you, how do you view yourself As a sexual being, as a sexual, I hate the word, uh, we'll say, you know, sexual object, but not a sex object. There's a difference. You know, how do you view yourself in this form? You know, mentally, self-esteem. You know, are you afraid what others might think of you if you dress, say, more risque, more, there's difference between sexy and slutty. Um, These are all about the mental quadrants or mental you know, aspects in, of who you are as a woman and who you are as a sexual being. You know, is your self-esteem? Is it, you know, your body image? Are you comfortable? Are you afraid? And I talked about, you know, getting your freak out or increasing your eroticisms a few weeks ago. Uh, but women, you know, are you afraid to be a sexual being? Are you afraid to be sexual because you're going to be considered uh a bad girl, a slut, you know, the old, uh, Catholic school girl syndrome, and we all know most how they turn out, um, be stereotypical. So those are the aspects of the mental aspects, you know, the physical excuse me, physical aspects, of course, come into, you know, are there medical problems? Are there medical issues that might cause, and I'll get into this later on in the show, that might have, especially with women that are aging or going through uh, maybe pre or are in full blown menopause where vaginal dryness can cause, you know, soreness. Uh, So I'll get into that aspects. Other physical aspects could be, you know, women that, you know, sadly, are enduring endometriosis, um, you know, that can be very painful for women, the discomfort that they endure, and it's, you know, it's not their fault. There could be, you know, ovarian cancer issues, uterine cancer, probably the most common is cervical cancer. So if you have pain during sex, you definitely need to be checked out by a reliable, uh, you know, OB a gynecologist that is, uh, I would say, you know, definitely addresses the sexual aspects, not all, all obese. Everyone assumes all obese look at and are well-versed in the sexual aspects, and they're not. So you have to be very, very specific and ask people, ladies especially, this is your body. You want to make sure that they're very, very well Specialized in sexual aspects regarding physical components, as far as the vaginal floor structure, the pelvic floor structure, muscular structure, uh, there could be those aspects too. Vaginismus, all these, um, you know, physical issues can create problems in sexuality. The physical aspects, and all another aspect, is could be more, you know, sexual anxiety, which also could cause vaginismus, the tightening of the vaginal walls where you tense up. But so many people think that that's a physical aspect. That's more in the emotional aspect. The emotional aspect is, you know, outside of physical, emotional hits on, you know, do you feel love? Do you feel like you're just a piece of meat? You know, do you feel like you're only a sex object? You feel like you're only love for your body or your Let's face it, your vajayjay, um, that that's all you're loved for. And that emotional connection could definitely be a turn off. And, you know, retrospect, it also can be used, the emotional component can also definitely be used as a turn on, right? If you feel loved, if you feel, you know, your love for your heart, your soul, the person you are, and love for your body too. Let's face it, most women love that, right? So those are the three aspects of mental, the physical, the emotional. All these aspects can play a role in being, you know, turned on. Which let's face it, I'm a guy. <laughs> we want our women turned on, right? A lot. <laughs> so you know, these all play a role. And if men, women can teach the men, and men listening tonight to the show can hit on and learn from, you know, maybe these areas what could be an issue. Uh, with women as far as the mental, physical, and emotional. What areas to, I don't want to say attack, but to learn from, and what can be used to have a more healthier, more lively, desirable sex life for the women and the men. Women, I mean, I think it's 2014. Women should definitely be um, associated, if you will, or more comfortable, hopefully, uh, with their sexuality and it's okay for them to be assertive sexually. I'm all, believe me, I am all for it. I beg women. I, I you know, I beg them. I teach them in human sexuality classes. You know what? What can we do to make you to help you within yourself and your relationship to be more sexually assertive? Another area I'm gonna hit on with women is let's face it, the pleasure zones, ladies. How many pleasure zones do women have? And we'll get into men later on at another time. But this is all about you ladies. How many pleasure zones are there? I hit on one, right? The mental, the brain. That's a huge pleasure zone. So how can how can women how how can we feed their brain sexually? How can we feed it to be more let's face it, more wanting sex, more desiring sex to turn them on. What can we do to, you know, is it compliments? Is it, you know, affirmations? Do we make them feel appreciated? Do we take them for granted? All these aspects, men, out there, you need to hit on this. And also, ladies, you need to learn about yourself. Maybe there's so many women out there Um, they come into my office. They really don't know. I ask them, you know what, how do you, how do you want to be turned on mentally? How, what do you want to hear? What do you want to see? What do you want to feel about yourself? And how can your partner sort of help you with this and try to reach, you know, reach your ultimate mental pleasure zone? A lot of women don't know. They think they know, and I ask them, and they, they get a blank stare in their face. And they, a lot of them, they don't have a clue what it is until we start slowly walking them through this about, you know, the mental, the brain as a pleasure zone. Everybody assumes pleasure zones, right? It's a vulva, it's a vaginal area, right? Not necessarily. We got to hit. Well, let me rephrase that. Yes, it is. I'll get into that in a minute. But the mental, the brain has to be the number one right now. Okay, that needs to be the first one, ladies, that you need to hit on, right? You need to expand. And the mental pleasure zone, of course, comes into you allowing pleasure, right? The taboos, what's right, what's wrong. Again, that's up to you, that's your boundaries. But the mental pleasure zone hits on, you know, self-esteem like I talked about, body image, and also... The emotion, you know, a lot of uh, the brain aspects with the emotional components—it all stems right there. So, what can we do to make you feel comfortable? To make yourself feel comfortable? To know what you want, what you like, what you want to hear? You know, this this goes on not not right before sex. This is a daily occurrence, right, ladies? Nobody's perfect. It's not going to be there twenty four seven I'm not after that. I'm after you being more comfortable in learning and finding out what it is mentally that you want and what you need to be able to be turned on. There's a thing I give out to uh, couples, both uh, men and women or you know if I'm working with even lesbian clients, uh, lesbian couple clients, um, I give them on you know how what what do you do to turn yourself on? And what do you do to turn yourself off? This is mentally. This ain't physically. You know, what do you do? Is it you can't ignore the kids? You can't ignore maybe problems at work, ladies. Ladies. That, you know, we could talk about compartmentalizing that men tend to be a lot better mentally compartmentalizing where we can put something away and be horny and ready to go and not worry about anything other than that. Women might have a harder time. So what is it that would help you to relax, to be able to put your brain at rest, to be able to, to be, you know, to let your brain go and to be turned on that way? Okay, other pleasure zones, right, ladies? And every woman's different. This is crucial. Ladies, don't worry about other women. What you read and like I said, magazines and Cosmopolitan. This is about you. Each woman is individual. Yeah, there might be some women might love their neck kissed. Right? They might like it kissed and maybe sucked on a little bit. Their, their collarbone, their shoulders. Some women, it might creep them out. I talked about, uh, you know, sexual embarrassments or whatever the last episode last week on Thursday, and some, you know, women with sexual aspects, you know, if they were, you know, raped or molested, and especially molested, you know, and all of a sudden they're, let's face it, the perpetrator or sickos that uh, molested them, you know, they might kiss their neck, so it might give them the willies, you know. They, when I said about, you know, carrying baggage from the past or from a past relationship that might freak him out and the guy might not know that she might like it but then hate it because it creeps her out physically she likes it but emotionally mentally again it might creep her out so you have to be aware of, aware of this and you need to be able to express this ladies to your partner you know so the pleasure zones of course can be you know the neck right? Earlobes, right, ladies? What about the breast? Ooh, what about the nipples on the breast? Every guy goes right for the nipples, right, ladies? <laughs> uh, you need to teach your guy. Maybe you want, let's face it, the underneath part of the breast. Maybe you need the sides of the breast, can be very sensitive. Maybe the tops. You need to dictate you need to tell your partner what you like and if you don't know hey shit I'm all about trying you know try different things and how many women out there are able to they might get freaked out by this one how many women are able to be uh, to reach orgasm just by the breast being fondled or licked or sucked how many women out there are able to reach orgasm that way there's some out there, there might be a lot that cannot. A lot of that has to do with the mental aspect and of course the stimulation, uh nerve endings too in each woman's uh breasts has a part to do or a, I should say a huge part to play in that. Other pleasure zones, what about the inside of the arms, ladies? Do you like your you know, like your partner to kiss gently, maybe to just lightly lick inside of your arms? inside your forearms what about inside your triceps not your armpits ladies man that might be gross especially if you don't have deodorant on or they they're going to be licking your deodorant <laughs> you, you don't want that um what other areas maybe the sides of your ribs that's a tender area any uh ladies that gotten uh Maybe tattoos or whatever on the side of the rib cage knows how tender that is. But that tender also can be very pleasurable. What about the stomach region, ladies? Everybody knows the inside of the thighs, right? What about your feet? All these physical pleasure zones. I haven't even talked about the vagina or vaginal area yet, have I, ladies? All these can be what? Turn ons, right? centered on the pleasure zones. Could be your fingers being massaged, right? Toes being massaged, your feet being rubbed. Maybe the fingers just slightly gliding on the inside of your thighs or underneath your, you know, let's face it, on your calves. All these areas and every woman is different. How many women in the heat of passion, another pleasure zone, how many women like their hair pulled or tugged just slightly, right? It's a huge turn on, right, ladies? Because those endorphins get released from when your hair follicles sort of get pulled and tugged a little bit, the endorphins kick up and that could be pleasurable. Again, not all women are like that. You need to teach and express this to your men. All these pleasure zones, it's okay for you to explore yourself. And I know it's different, your touch from somebody else's touch. So it might not be the same. And again, these are things to explore. Explore with your partner. And this is all part of, you know, women's sexuality. I'm going to be back in a few minutes. Hopefully, your juices are flowing. Uh, again, you can give me a call, as always, at 586 840 08, with all uh, all in any of your questions, the live chat is up. I know it's a heated topic about women's sexuality, but don't be shy. You can call in or join the chat uh, anonymously, so your name or anything will be withheld, so don't be shy. I will be back in a few moments. Thanks for listening, people. Talk to you in a bit. Check out pprnlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening. From 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts. Hilarious guests. Plus upcoming new stars of the band future. Check out PPRNlive.com If you're looking for that unique cool fashion statement. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand painted. uh, Hand designed canvas shoes for you. Your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. we Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use. Intent is to be used without express written consent from the Art of Relationships or myself, Greg Dazinski. Hey, people, I am back after a short little break talking about women's sexuality. Uh, went through the turn offs, turn ons again. Recap I hit on the mental aspects. You know, physical aspects and also the emotional aspects that women might look at. And talking about the pleasure zones. um, Kids, uh, I probably should uh, refresh. Right now, the kids probably shouldn't be listening to this. Um, I'll try to watch uh, watch the language and stuff uh, regarding this as well. But uh, pleasure zones, I talked about, you know, the mental, the brain being probably one of the hugest. And I'm working my way slowly To the area of love, lady, right? The mound of love, if you express it that way. The sexual essence of a woman. The vaginal area. I talked, you know, about the inside of the thighs. The inside of the arms. The neck. That you slowly want to be that caressed. That soulful touch. That soulful, maybe, tongue caressing. The inside of your thighs, right? Ladies. The vaginal area, every guy goes right after it, right? Or I should say, maybe boys go after it. Men know better. (laughs) And ladies out there listening, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, there is a difference between boys and men and girls and women out there. We both, I think men and women both know that. And if uh, you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, you can give me a call. Um, Again, you can call in live or enter the chat. The call-in number for the show is 586-840-8608. And talking about the vaginal area, ladies, even though everyone knows, let's face it, talking about the clit, the clitoris, uh, there are so many, there's actually, the whole vaginal area is called the vulva, V-U-L-V-A, Right? I'll just refer it to the vaginal area. I mean there's not many people, not many women know this. There are eighteen one eight different areas, ladies, of the vaginal region. Guys, did you have a clue about this? There are 18. I could go down and name them all. Um I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna do that right now. I'll start everybody knows, you know, the clit. Libya minor, Libya majors, you know, left side, right side. There's, of course, the anus, believe it or not, as part of this. The I mentioned the clit, there's a clitoral hood, there's a clitoral shaft. Ah, I can get in, I'm not going to mention all of them, like I said, these are just to name a few. And each one of these can be very, very pleasurable depending how they're touched, how they're manipulated. Orally, I'm going to get into that in a bit. You know, it could be manually orally. A lot of guys out there still believe that in order to get women off, to have the best pleasure uh, women could have is by, let's face it, vaginal penetration. That's not always true, or I should say, it can be very pleasurable for women. I'm not going to go there, but as far maybe the easiest. Or the most productive way to get a woman to reach orgasm or to climax. It isn't. And hopefully most women know this. Hopefully guys know this by now. But I'm going to clue you in. You know most women it's a lot easier to get off. Let's face it. Manually either with fingers, a toy, whatever. Or of course orally. Some women might have a mental block too. And if women... uh. Let's face it, self-gratify, or I always like to term menage de moi, which is <laughs> masturbation, right? It's not a menage de trois, that's three. Menage de moi is one, yourself. And sometimes if you don't have a partner for a long time or haven't in a long time, what happens, your, your body, your vaginal area and your clit region gets so used to your touch, it becomes desensitized to anyone else's. So, if you haven't had a partner, it might take some time to get, you know, adjusted. Uh, Your body needs to get adjusted. Your uh, physical memory or sensory memory down there with touch needs to get reestablished with someone else's touch, not yours. So, that could be an issue, too, if you have a hard time reaching orgasm. Or, let's just face it, if your partner has no clue what he or she is doing, um, then there's got to be some training aspects getting into that. You know, the pleasure zones, you can have different areas of the vaginal area that you like to lick, touch, caress, and all these, as you know, women are dependent on your level of arousal. A lot of guys assume, right, you're ready to go no matter what. Women's arousal, yes, there are women, there are times that they can get ready, ready to go, freaking, they've been horny, whatever, 30 seconds to ready to go. That is rare. It does happen, but it is rare. So you look at, you know, these aspects guys and you need to it's you know, you heard this I mean over and over and over again that you know women need to be warmed up and that's with the uh, the other pleasure zones I started with, you know, the other body regions that aren't even associated With uh, the vaginal region. So women you need to be able to direct verbally. Or let's face it. Even maybe mainly. If you uh, guys not doing it right. Grab his hand right. Show him. If you can't speak try to show him. Try to guide his hand. Orally what do you do. You know, if he's not doing what you want, you hit him upside the head, right? Right in the forehead while he's down there. Or slap him on the back of the head. <laughs> uh, try to teach him, uh, you know, what you're doing. Or what, what you know, pleases you that way. All these pleasure zones, you know, women, you got to get a breast to these you got to get used to them what you like because if your partner if you don't know your partner might not have a clue your partner might actually have you know some uh, pleasure zones that he or she might touch that maybe you've never been touched before you thought is taboo whatever, that might actually feel pleasurable too. So your partner can also teach you some things. It's about working as a team, and I hate the word work when it comes to sex, but it's about teaching each other and learning from one another, man. And one thing, excuse me, not only with the pleasure zones, how many people out there cannot have fun sexually? cannot joke around sexually, cannot make it fun, make it a game. How many people get, it's funny because you get so turned on, maybe just having a, it sounds crazy, but having a a tickle fight or having a a pillow fight, you know, you sort of jazz each other, you sort of rile or, you know, sort of rip on each other. And it's sort of, it's funny how that sparks and gets turned, you know, gets you both turned on. That you can laugh, you can joke around, and sex can be very, very playful. You want to talk about the emotional mental uh, turn-ons for women. How many women like that? Not all the time, but maybe once in a while. You know, you have that, I, I talk about sex and the, bringing out the little playful girl. That's sort of sick, but that's not what, I, what I'm going at. You sort of get the playful side of you um, coming out. And that, that's a huge turn-on for not only women, but for us guys. And of course, there's also, you know, the slower, the romantic. You know, women love that too. And if women, if you are in the mood for one thing, and the guy might be thinking another, teach him, tell him, no, I want it this way. No, go slower. Direct him, verbalize it. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's leading me into the other aspect is, There is a difference. I'm going to talk about sensual and sexual. These are two different entities. That hopefully. Will be intertwined. Right. Sensual touching. Sensual massage. Does not always have to be. And should not always be sexual. I'm all about sexual touching. Should be sensual as well. Unless you're the old uh, click word I get ripped on by a couple clients of mine, uh, unless you're in the mood just for a quickie getting thrown up against the wall. uh, Those aspects, you know, maybe that's not essential, but it could be, right? Because it's animalistic and sort of rough and throwing you up against the wall doesn't make it non-sensual. That could be sensual, the animalistic sensual aspects. You know, so your mood Ladies out there can dictate, of course. And men need to know this. Men need to pick up on it. And if they don't, teach them. No, hon, I'm in the mood for this. No, hon, I'm in the mood for, you know, this. And this comes into, you know, the sensual, sexual. And being comfortable with the whole thing about this. Is you being comfortable, ladies, on what you want and what you like. And not being embarrassed to tell it. Most guys, probably 85% of us guys out there, would love you to tell us what mood you're in, what you want. And some women out there, I always want the guy to take charge. You know what? That's awesome. But then if you want your guy to always take charge, ooh, you're missing out, right? You want your guy to take charge, and maybe it's not what you want. Maybe he's taking charge, and it's more... um rough maybe it's more animalistic and you want it central and then you complain about that whose fault's that that's not the guys that's you because you're not verbalizing you're not telling you're not teaching him and if you still teach him and tell him and he still does it then there's got to be other issues that have to be addressed because that's uh A breach of boundaries. And that's not respecting you ladies. So you know if you want something. And you're not saying it. I want to help you. This is what this show is all about. About helping people. I want to be able to help you. To get your self esteem. And to get you to have a voice. To say what you want. Because if the guy doesn't. You want one thing. He's wanting another. And you don't say anything. Ooh, You know what I hate to say it but. I'm not about blaming, but that responsibility is on you, ladies. You know, sensual, sexual, this could be, you know, the slow, passionate versus the slamming, banging, or getting pounded, ladies. How many ladies are out there, are just in the mood to, they just want to get pounded, <laughs> to get slammed, to get banged hard? Sounds hot, right? And how do guys know when you're in the mood for that versus the slow, passionate, maybe more central, the more central touching, the more central uh, caressing versus just getting banged and pounded. Can you tell your guy that? I just want to get slammed. I want to get banged. Or does that make you come across as too much of a slut? No, it doesn't. It makes you human, ladies. It doesn't make you a slut. It makes you a woman. It makes you, actually, I think more of a woman, more confident to be able to express that. I think that's huge. That's awesome that you can do that. You know what? I, or you can say instead of, you know what? I want you to do me hard. I want you to do me now. I want you to ravish me. And I love this. I use this on Facebook. And I want to, uh, I need to get back on the regular postings on relationship topics. And I will do that shortly. But I talk about the one thing, you know, about devouring. How many women want their, their partner just to devour them sexually? And what would that mean? Is it a mix of sensual and sexual? It should be both, right? But is it more maybe devouring to you? Is it more slow, passionate? Or is it more animalistic? The do me, the ravage me, the pound me. Every woman's different. And every guy, you need to learn this. that Every woman's different. What maybe one woman in your past... Wanted or liked might not be what your current partner wants or like. It's all about learning. It's all about, you know, addressing each other's needs and wants sexually. So, ladies, tell us, please. Most of us, control freaks don't care, and hopefully, you're not with a control freak, but most of us, guys, I man, we beg to learn. Most guys I work with, uh, with. Couples or individual guys, even friends out there, um, even students I run into and talk about uh, human sexuality classes or other psych classes. Most guys, they want to learn. They want us. We're all about pleasing you. But if you don't clue us in, you don't teach us or tell us or verbalize, and then you put that on us, that's not fair. You need to take responsibility in your own sexual pleasure, ladies. So if you want to be pounded, you want to be slammed, tell us. I'm sure we'd love to do it for about maybe five or ten seconds. (laughs) Uh, Most guys might only last that long, right? Hopefully not. Um, So instruct us. Teach us. Make us your pupils. (laughs) Ladies. How many ladies think oral is disgusting, right? There might be some ladies out there believe it or not, you know, they're nurturing caregivers. There might be some women out there that love to give guys oral, but they don't want it in return cuz they think it's disgusting, gross, taboo or whatever. Ladies, orally please, and there's a book out there um, that is I, I it's widely known, you can pick it up anywhere. It's called uh Women Come First. It's uh it's a nice down-to-Earth instructional Manual, and I forget the author's name, but it's called uh, Women Come First or She, I think it's She Comes First. I'm sorry, I think it is She Comes First. And it's a huge instructional eh, instructional manual also maybe for women to teach themselves to try new things manually, orally, but it also is a great guide for uh, men out there to maybe try some things or try different area of uh, the vaginal area that can help Uh, stimulate the women either manually or uh, orally so women you know if there's other things you definitely hygiene is huge with oral and how many guys out there I've heard women oh my god uh, we'll say a few women out there um, (laughs) that you know they talk about their their partner their men or past men in their life that have no clue or don't they're not good at giving orally and i've heard uh descriptions i'm getting ready to laugh here that it's like they're trying to open a lobster tail or crab legs with their mouth um (laughs) that they they have no clue um you know imagine that guy trying to open a crab leg with his mouth and shit uh what that would feel like or sense. And uh, it, that gets to be a huge turn, turn off. So men, you know, try to... I highly recommend getting that book. She Comes First. And ladies, teacher guy. Every woman's different. Might like it slower, softer. Some women want it, you know, orally, faster, firmer. This is, again, instruct. Tell your guy. You know, guys, you know what? We hate instructions. Right when we're putting stuff together, but most guys we want instructions when it comes to pleasing you, ladies. So this is huge, you know. To you, you know, regarding speeds, pressure of sucking, nibbling, licking, all these, are, you know, in the whole areas of the vulva area, not just uh, the clitoris. You know, all other area, the lips, you know, everything uh, can be pleasured this way, women. Talk about orally. What about sex positions? Do you take charge? Most women you know out there that women on top, right? Women on top is usually the easiest way for you to direct which way the penis hits maybe your vaginal walls, right? Your interior walls. What areas is pleasurable for you to hit? You got more control, more power from... uh, being on top, right ladies? You know, what other areas, you know, you could be, you know, spooning positions, right? Every woman's different. Every woman is even from missionary position to get more stimulation. There might be you might need to tell your guy to get more stimulation on your clitoral region. The guy just needs maybe to ride higher where you're you know, maybe more his pelvic bone hits your pelvic bone and it creates more sensation that way on that on the upper region, so it could be just a little bit of adjustments. you know what areas can be stimulated, and also maybe certain positions you can be stimulated other areas or you know maybe other vaginal areas by his hand, or maybe you know your body you know your breasts can be stimulated, nipples can be squeezed or pinched or whatever you enjoy you know it's all about you and finding out what you what brings you pleasure physically. This way. And also, you know, try to get rid of uh, the mental taboos, what you think is wrong or, you know, some women out there still believe that maybe the woman on top is not right. She don't feel because she's maybe insecure that the guy should be always dominant you know that's that's not always the case so there's i talked about the mental aspects of sex you know the mental aspects fall in line with sexual positions maybe you know doggy style or the guy behind maybe women think or find that be no for a lot of women they love that the way the the penis enters in the uh, trajectory the penis hits into her walls so get rid of those uh, mental blocks on what you think might be bad or taboo Whatever, I'm not saying you should not have any taboos or you should not have any definitely uh, no-nos or boundaries. That's all up to you, but I'm looking at you to expand those, you know, and look at those to get rid of those taboos. So you can have a more, you know, even pleasurable, even like I mentioned before, having fun with sex, Um, having fun with that. So look at those in positions that are more pleasurable and be able to be, maybe experiment and try. You know, some positions cause you, as you know, ladies, that might be very pleasurable for a guy, but they can be very, very painful for you. Especially, like I mentioned, endometriosis or, you know, something else going on. If you, you know, older, maybe you have you know, pelvic issues or arthritis when you get older. You know, these issues can play. a It's all about you being able to to tell your partner and to teach him or her, you know, what you need and what's, what's painful or not. I definitely don't want you in pain. I'm going to take another few minutes, uh, take a little breather. And I'm going to come back about women taking control sexually. Which I just hit on a little bit. Then I want to finish up. With, which is really crucial for women out there. That are maybe reaching. Going to be reach. I mean let's face it. All women are going to be reaching it anyways. Pre-menopause. Or full-blown menopause. You're in it. All women are going to be reaching it. I don't care if you're in your 20's. 30's, 40's. And talking about different. Even if you're on medications. That can cause vaginal dryness. And I want to look at. Trying to help you with the vaginal dryness. And also things that you might want to stay away from. And I'll hit on that in the last segment. And I will be back in a few minutes. Thanks for listening again. Phone number is 586-840-8608. I will be back uh, real soon. Thanks for listening people. Check out pprnlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening. From 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out pprnlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Everybody, I'm back for the last segment of uh, Women, Sexuality. Covered a lot of stuff tonight, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to enhance your sexual pleasure, ladies. Both mentally, emotionally, and, of course, physically. They'll give you the best pleasure, um, and hopefully increase your pleasure. Everybody knows, you know, women talk about sexuality, right? That uh, their sexual prime is about... uh, In their 30s and even in their 40s, women tend to freaking get hornier. And I love it. (laughs) And uh, they're not afraid to rock their own world and rock the guys. So that is huge. So keep taking charge sexually, ladies. Definitely all about that. Be more assertive. What would it take for you to be assertive? And hopefully your guys make you. That's huge. That your partners, I said guys, but partners, guys, whatever. They allow you to do this they don't make you feel belittled they don't make you feel cheap they make you like they're proud that you even tried proud let's face it that they're happy they're tickled to death that you you're even trying to expand on this and they should sort of help you and promote that not belittle or criticize you so don't be afraid to take control sexually ladies um and help us guys out too Last part I want to talk about, and I could get on, oh my God, I could spend probably a week every night in a row talking about women's sexuality, not only that, but men's too. But this is huge, ladies, especially those that may be on certain medication. They could be antidepressants, could be some other ones where uh, vaginal dryness tends to be an issue. I a lot of women that come out, even younger women, they might say, the guy gets him off first, which i'm all I'm all for. That's you know the essence of the book. She comes first. I'm all about the guy pleasing the woman first, right, ladies. you're off for that too, but the problem is some women when they get off first, they might lose vaginal wetness, <laughs> they might use vaginal you know moisture if you will, and it dries up so when you penetrate, the guy maybe enters you know vaginally with his penis, whatever, could cause pain, as everybody knows. I don't want to use the analogy and make everyone cringe out there, but it might feel like sandpaper inside your vaginal walls, ladies, if you're dry. And that is definitely painful, and I don't want any women to endure that pain at all. Most vaginal you know, dryness, of course, comes from women aging getting premenopausal or full-blown menopausal. I want you to know, and there's some Rx's out there that women are using and it might not be a good idea. And a lot of women do not know this. Women, you need to stay away from prescriptions that use horse estrogens. There's a numerous pharmaceutical companies are using, believe it or not, horse estrogens. These might work for you, but these are bad news. Horse estrogens, they're not human, right? So you want to stay away. Ask your pharmacist. Ask your doctor not to prescribe you. If you need or you choose to go the route of a prescription estrogen, you need to stay away from those that use horse estrogens. You want to use and talk to your doctor, gynecologist, family, practitioner, whoever you see, ladies out there. You want to make sure you use what they call bio-identical estrogens. Okay? Bio-identical estrogens. I cannot stress this enough, ladies. Stay away from the horse estrogens. Write this down. It's bio-identical estrogens. If you choose to go that route with a prescription. Some women might not do that because of, you know... Of course, you know, hormone replacement therapy, women that have gone through hysterectomies, you know, even full, you know, full hysterectomies, you know, there's a lot of cancer risks too. Not else, you know, other than the horse estrogens, there's a lot of potential for breast cancer, number one, ovarian cancer from hormone replacement. And that, that is something that you need to discuss and, you know, read up on, get in chat groups that women have tried. It's really, really crucial it's your body. We want you around for a long time, ladies. So if you do choose an RX. Estrogen replacement. To help with vaginal dryness. Make sure it is a bioidentical identical um, estrogen. And there are actually. These should include. There's three key estrogens. Okay. A lot of women do not know this. They think there's only one estrogen. There's three key estrogens. There's are esterone. Estradiol, and esterol okay so estrone estradol esterol there's three key estrogens all these should be an ingredient in the bioidentical estrogens if you're going the prescription route these are crucial i'm a guy how do i know this good question right <laughs> But uh, believe me, I'm all about helping the ladies out. I want I want what's best and what's safe for you, especially regarding your bodies, okay? And about your sexual comfort level and nothing that's going to hurt you physically or mentally. If you choose not to go with a prescription uh, product, you know, like I said, the non-prescription, there's a few aspects out there. You know, everyone's heard of Astroglide, right? Astroglide, you use it, it's... You know, it's a lubrication, right, ladies? Another one that is highly touted and highly recommended, it's Silk. S-Y-L-K. Silk is a great product. It isn't as sticky because Astroglide and some other other ones tend to get, they tend to get gummy or sticky and it might not last that long and it might not work that well. So try Silk if that is it. Another one, This one is not a big fan of a lot of women, but they're suppositories. They're vaginal suppositories. Um, If you do go that route, some women use them, um, you know, maybe once, twice a week to try to get vaginal lubrication uh, developed. You need to make sure they're vitamin E. However, you need to make sure they are natural vitamin E, ladies. You do not want synthetic or chemical vitamin E. You want these suppositories to be natural vitamin E. Okay, that's crucial. Most women out there won't choose the suppositories, um, but those that do, you know, if it is a preference, if it's something that works for you at the time, you need to use natural vitamin E. Okay. Other aspects, and we're getting into my favorite, (laughs) and I tout this, I promote this, huge. In my human sexuality classes with clients other hundred percent pure lubricants now you gotta remember if you are using condoms everybody knows using condoms you need to use a water-based lubricant any oil-based natural oil will even break down the latex of the condom and you could get pregnant, it could rip, we don't want that. So you need to use a water-based lubricant when you're using condoms. If you are not using condoms, you're fixed in a committed relationship and all this stuff. Um, there are quite a few natural, 100%, they have to be 100% pure people. Ladies, I'm a huge fan, and I tout this, I'm a huge fan of grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil has a ton of natural vitamin E in it. It is huge. A, just a little bit. It needs to be 100% pure. And you can find most of these actually, believe it or not, in your grocery stores. And they're in with the uh, with the oil. Grapeseed oil. Olive oil is another one. I prefer grapeseed oil. It tends to be thinner. Um, not as... Uh, what do I, not as oily. Uh, it tends to be thinner and you can use a little bit less than olive oil. And it tends to not be as slimy. Maybe that's the word I'm using for. It tends to be not that slimy as, uh, I shouldn't say slimy. Now, I'll say slimy as olive oil. But um, some people prefer olive oil. I'm a huge grapeseed oil advocate. It's like I said, uh, you can't use these with condoms. But they're huge. You can use them as massage oils. You know, their grapeseed oil has a ton of vitamin E. It's very healthy for your skin and vaginal area. There won't be any risk of infection. I know women out there are saying that, you know, that's going to be the number one worry they have. These are actually healthy for the inside of your vaginal walls, ladies. Do you know that? So grapeseed oil, remember, no condom. That's huge. You know, olive oil. Some people, another one is 100% sunflower oil. Another one is sweet almond oil. And another one is coconut oil. Which a lot of people, coconut oil actually is a preference for quite a bit. But um, the coconut oil, 100% pure coconut oil, might be a little more difficult to find. Uh, Like I said, my preference, and I might be biased... But I'm a huge advocate of grapeseed oil. Again, it has to be 100% pure, ladies, okay? 100% pure either grapeseed oil, olive oil, sunflower oil, sweet almond oil, coconut oil. Of course, you know, these are right before sex, during sex, you know, these are can be huge advocates. Um, I'm sorry, lubricants, that can help with vaginal dryness, too. And uh, hell, they make a hell of a massage oil, too. They can be warmed up, you know, heat them up in the microwave, and ooh, baby. Um, So it can be warmed up a little bit and have that extra sensation. Another thing about women's uh, sexuality, but a lot of guys probably know this, but they might ignore it, or maybe they don't know it, in closing, is um, scents right believe it or not cucumber and licorice scents can be very enticing and very invigorating and kick up the let sexual desire even more so cucumber and licorice scents believe it or not can also enhance uh the mood if you will okay so hopefully everybody learned a little bit today about women's sexuality again ladies Take control of your own sexuality. Teach us. Teach us what you want. Teach us how you want to be touched. How, where, with what? <laughs> Teach us. Mentally, work on your self esteem. You know, work on that it's okay to be sexual. And if you're uncomfortable, it's okay. Hopefully, you know, your partner better be understanding. If he isn't, give him my uh number. Uh, To my office, okay. I will teach him to be if possible. Not everybody is uh, willing to learn now, but I'm all about helping uh, men out there learn about women too. But women, you need to learn about yourself, be more comfortable. Thank you so much uh, for listening and taking time out of your uh, Sunday evening, people. I will be back this week. Actually, I do have, I'm going to be doing a new night. It's gonna be uh Wednesday evening. Uh I just have a change in uh teaching schedule for the summer and I apo- apologize, but the Wednesday night should hold true for um a long time yet. And I apologize to to the PPRN uh fans and uh Peter and Candace and the PPR JJ. I'm gonna be on uh Wednesday night starting uh actually this week from uh eight to nine. So thanks again for listening, everybody. You can find me on Spreaker.com under uh, Greg Dozinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N, or The Art of Relationships Radio Show. Thank you so much, people, and I will be talking to you Wednesday evening. The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted, no use, intent is to be used without express written consent from The Art of Relationships or myself, Greg Doszynski.
0: Welcome to The Art of Relationships with Greg Doszynski. Greg will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help reignite passion in your romantic relationship. He welcomes listeners to call in live with any questions or comments. No more tip for tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies both compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. With a specialization as a relationship and sex counselor, Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known Master Master G. <laughs>